BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Now, with all the latest from NASCAR Touring Series, local and international racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Continuing to digest 10 nights of racing at the New Smyrna Speedway in Florida, and the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West opener is right around the corner. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. It is Wednesday, February 28, 2018. Kyle Rickey in the Killingly, Connecticut studios, joined by Hannah Newhouse at the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina. And Hannah, after 10 straight nights of racing, almost two weeks worth earlier this month, all has got quiet. Have you got withdrawals yet? And uh, are you ready to get back to, to the short tracks here, hopefully in a couple weeks? Yes, that, that nine nights of racing down in New Smyrna, that really takes a toll on not only the drivers, but everyone that's down there. But it's a great way to kick the season off. I'm going to say I'm a little bit thankful maybe that we even had this last weekend off to recover from those 10 nights. But that didn't stop short tracks from all over from starting to kick their seasons off. Like down in Dillon, South Carolina, they had a race where actually a New Hampshire driver, Derek Griffith, took home one of the wins. Kind of kicking off short track racing. So everyone's slowly starting to come out of hibernation and get back to the short track. So we're going to be in full swing here pretty soon. And as the weather improves and we get later into uh, the month of March, uh, front gates at racetracks across the country will be opening up, and we'll be talking about those events here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Last week, we recapped a lot of what went on at New Smyrna. We're going to do the same here this week on the show today. Ryan Priest, former NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour champion and a driver that uh, rode quite the roller coaster of emotions while in Florida, Hannah, we talked a little bit about it last week, uh, both inside the racetrack and unfortunately at Bronson Speedway outside the racetrack. Uh, an incredible week of emotions for Ryan, and we're going to hear from him coming up here in a little bit. Ryan Priest, like you said, had one heck of a week, not only on the track, but off the track. So it'll be nice to hear from him what was going through his head, because I know at one point he looked absolutely depleted at the racetrack. And uh, that's one of the hardest working men that I've seen at the racetrack, because he's hands on with his car. He's making sure that everything goes smoothly. And uh, yeah, he, he had a couple nights where he looked flat out defeated, but he prevailed. So it'll be it'll be great to talk to him. Went over the wall and practiced at Bronson Speedway, then went back to race five nights at New Smyrna, finished 21st on opening night while he was leading and then broke in that event. Won on night number two, finished fourth in the John Blue at the third memorial event on night number three, finished 23rd on night number four, and then rebounded to win the Richie Evans Memorial 100 to wrap up the week. So we will chat with him coming up in a little bit. Also joining us on the show, Stephen Nassi, who stayed consistent for seven nights of racing with the Super Late Models at New Smyrna, opening the week with a win and then claiming the title by what has to be one of the closest margins we've ever seen, Hannah. Nassi had a great battle going on between youngster Sam Mayer. You've got Stephen Nassi, who claims you know New Smyrna as his home track. It's got tons and tons of laps. 
super late model championships, and he battled it out with 14-year-old Sam Mayer, who had a handful of super late model starts going into the week. So it came down to a great battle for a true veteran versus rookie thing, but it was, of course, the veteran who came out on top with that seat time. But Sam Mayer, you'll see his name throughout late model racing in the next few years as he moves his way up for sure. You mentioned Sam Mayer, and obviously we'll talk to Stephen Nassi coming up in a bit, but it was a very competitive field of cars, not just on the last night or two of competition with the big 100-lapper, but really from night number one through the entire seven-night program for the Super Late Models. You had drivers from all over. You had you know, the Wisconsin boys of Derek Krause and Ty Majeski, who is obviously a huge name in Super Late Model Racing, Harrison Burton, who pretty much swept for the most part all the quick times in Super Late Models, and you've got, you know, youngster Sam Mayer. And I got a chance to talk to him while I was down there. And I was like, do you understand how many heads you're turning down here? When you were battling it out side by side with Nassie, Majeski, you know, Derek Krause, um, these big names in super late model racing. And he's like, oh, you know, we got a good piece underneath us. And I was like, you know, you're, you're definitely turning some heads and making a great name for yourself. So it was a great field all week long. They put on good racing. And uh, we saw some interesting battles, but ultimately at the end of the night, it was Steven Nassie who did come out on top with that championship. And his first one at that, he's won plenty of races down there, but had never captured the World Series championship. He was lost by a point, and now he wins the championship by one single point. We will hear from Nassie coming up in a little bit. Sad news, though, out of the New Smyrna Speedway over the weekend, along with another NASCAR home track, the Caraway Speedway in North Carolina. Longtime general manager of New Smyrna Speedway, Kim Brown, passed away over the weekend. After a long battle with cancer, Kim was very enthusiastic, a hands-on promoter of short track racing at the Florida Speedway, and was instrumental in getting the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series to the racetrack five years ago. We also lost Russell Hackett over the weekend. Russell and his family have promoted events at the Caraway Speedway in Sophia, North Carolina, since 1977, and in recent years have been a big promoter of Southern Modified Racing. Caraway, of course, was a staple on what was the NASCAR Wheel and Southern Modified Tour calendar for more than a decade. Our thoughts go out to both the family and friends of Kim Brown and Russell Hackett. They will be missed. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. MRN's Throwback Thursday, the greatest races in NASCAR history. Richard Petty comes to the outside of Benny Parsons, and ladies and gentlemen, it will be Richard Petty, victorious in the STP Don. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on MRN.com or the MRN app. Dale Earnhardt has won the Daytona 5 on demand in the MRN.com Media Center or on iTunes and Google Play. Jeff Gordon wins the Southern 500 and the Winston Noble $5 million bonus. Throwback Thursday on MRN.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Back on NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, presented by Hercules Tire, ride on our strength. Time to hear from a driver that's experienced all type of emotions while in Florida. He's a former NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour champion and will run part-time this year for Joe Gibbs Racing in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. 
Ryan Priest, back home here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Welcome back to the show, Ryan, after a, a, a very eventful, I guess we could call it, 10 days for you down in Florida. Yeah, eventful to say the least. Um, you know, it's first off, it's nice to be back on with you guys. And, and uh, you know, it's nice to be out of Florida, I would put it that way. I guess that's the easiest way to put it. Everyone looks forward to going down and chasing warm weather, but uh, I definitely agree with you. It was a long, long 10 days down there. But before you even made it to Florida for Speedweeks, you had quite the ride. Uh, talk me through this this hit down at Bronson that actually sent you over the wall, um, basically destroying that race car. Uh, it's definitely destroyed. Um, basically, I've been running the throttle linkage with a return spring in different holes. Um, and what I didn't notice, was for the past two years it's been kind of creating a little bit of a groove where the return spring is touching where the where the throttle linkage goes and it finally caught and on the new car i had it the exact same way and i didn't have any issues at new smyrna the day before it just it was that time i guess i don't know wrong it was just an unfortunate deal it destroyed a, a really nice race car and and now we have to build another one. So um, it's unfortunate and definitely not the way the week we wanted, not the way we wanted to start the week. And, uh, and it seemed to, to have uh, plenty of highs and lows from there. What goes through your mind when you realize, one, the hit that you took, and two, that you're not even in the racetrack anymore, that you're, you're halfway to the parking lot, when you kind of realize <laughs> where you are after the car stops? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think there's really too much that can go through your mind. Uh, I would say at Bronson, there's there's a lot of time uh, from a you know a hung throttle standpoint from turning into turn one to the wall uh, because I've had a, a throttle hang at Thompson before and a Sunoco modified. And, you know, you're entering so high, so it doesn't seem you know nearly as long. But um, you just you're almost helpless to be honest with you. Uh, you're stabbing the brake, but trying to get off it. So you're not trying to lock it up. And, and then you're just like, okay, you know, it just, it really feels like, so when I went, went back and watched that video, it was probably a, a second and a half from when I hit the fence, you know, from when I lifted to hit the fence. But when I was inside that race car, even to this second, it, it felt like, you know, five, six seconds. So really you just, the last thing that goes through your mind is that I'm going to hit a button on a steering wheel, to be honest with you. that I got it right before I hit the fence. So, realistically, you're not, you're not really expecting to have a throttle hang. <clears throat> so, you're probably not going to be able to get to it, depending on what track you're at. Um, and, you know, when you, when you end up, when you're heading towards the fence, you're just, you're really not, you just close your eyes, to be honest with you. And when I opened them, I was on the other side. So I guess it's a good thing I was on the other side of the fence and, and not hurt. Uh, and, and the way the jersey barriers were, it seemed like that kind of that kind of absorbed most of the hit. So in the end, I'm all right. I was able to walk away. I was able to help them get it in the trailer. Then no issues. So I'm pretty happy. Yeah, and a nasty hit that was. I was actually down already in Florida and I saw it on your Instagram. And so if you haven't seen it, you can go check it out on Ryan's Instagram. He's got a video of him going into the corner and up and over the wall. And that's uh, quite the sight to see for a full-blown tour modified to go over a wall. But obviously, like you said, not a way you want to start 
a week or a season. You went down to Florida, started off Speed Weeks, and it seemed like your highs matched your lows while you were down there leading the race, dominating, and then you break. Turn around by a win. Um, I mean, what's the mental strain going through the emotional highs and lows like that through 10 nights of racing? Well, it was definitely, um, <laughs> you know, me, basically when we went down to, to Florida Speed Weeks, it was my father, uh, one, two other guys, and then a bunch of my, you know, three of my good friends from up home. And uh, it really, it really put us through, um, you know, some tense moments. And and it, I would say, I'd rather have it happen down in Florida to really get those bugs out because it was something that I had been having an issue with up here in the north. And and when you're not racing every week or every day, I should say, you can't really try things, and and you really aren't going to try them on the wheel of modified tour because you know you you have one bad race, it, it pretty much eliminates you. So. Um, it was it was frustrating, but at the same time, I learned something down there that I probably wouldn't have been able to learn up here. <clears throat> and and ultimately, we we were successful. We ran up front every single night. Uh, we had a fast race car, and I think we left New Smyrna on a high note of obviously winning the Richie Evans Ted Christopher Memorial, and and having that speed that I've been looking for. And it's funny to say because you know we were so good last year but I feel like we're that much better. And whenever you can beat Matt Hirschman, who's, you know, he's, he's the guy, when you go to these open shows that you really kind of set yourself off of, um, you know, if you could beat him by, I think it was three seconds at the end of that race. And then the, the whole half of the field was about half a track behind. That's really, you know, setting, setting us up pretty well for 2018. So you end on a high note. Like you mentioned, winning the 100-lapper to end the week. Let's look ahead now to the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, just a couple of weeks from opening up at the Myrtle Beach Speedway in South Carolina. 17 events, including the All-Star Race at New Hampshire on, on Friday, July 20th, part of that big race weekend at the Magic Mile. What's your schedule look like this year as far as how many modified races you'll be able to compete in uh, that, that go against your or, or don't go against your NASCAR Xfinity Series responsibilities? Uh, as far as the Wheel Modified Tour goes, um, I should be able to I make 14 as of right now. So that, that's pretty solid. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that because that's about what I did last year. And then various, you know, modified, uh, whether it's uh, the Tri-Track Modified Series or the SK Modified at Thompson or Stafford or, or even going to Riverhead for the Icelift 300 or, or open shows there. Um, I'm going to race pretty much every single weekend that I can. And, and that's what's, you know, great about racing for Eddie and Connie Partridge and and my owners up in Thompson, uh, Kathy and Albert Monez, you know, anytime I'm home and anytime we can go racing, we'll go racing. And that's, that's what I think, uh, you know, gives me the opportunity to, to stay, stay good, you know, fresh all the time and, and, uh, racing, you know, two to three times a week. Missed two races last year, still had a shot at the championship at season's end on the NASCAR Whelan Modified Tour. Final question for you, a, a big bonus announced by Whelan and NASCAR, uh, $3,500 bonus going to race winners now, up about three grand from what it has been in the past. How big of a boost is that for the NASCAR Modified Tour drivers and teams? Uh, it's a huge boost. Um, I mean, I, I did the math. I was, I was talking to my wife, Heather, last night. Um, adding up all the contingency money and everything for Thompson's icebreaker, my first race on a wheel modified tour. And if you win, you lead the most laps, you have the fastest lap. You can walk away from there with over $11,000. So that's, 
you know, that's that's where I think modified racing to win should be. And, and it's great to have Whelan be able to step up and, and do that for all of us because, you know, that's something we all appreciate. Uh, these owners spend a lot of money. I know, you know, uh, I know Eddie spends quite a bit. And uh, any little bit like that, and I, I shouldn't even say a little bit, that's a lot uh, throughout the course of the year. So um, I guess all the pressure's on me to try and go out and win as much as I can so we can bring some more money into this team. There we go. Uh, look forward uh, to seeing you at the racetrack here in a couple of weeks, like you mentioned, at the Thompson Icebreaker coming up next month. Ryan, thanks for joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, as always, and we'll see you at the track soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Ryan Priest joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, New Smyrna Super Late Model Champion from this past Florida Speed Weeks, Stephen Nassie, after the break. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy ziplining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at VictoryJunction.org. The new NASCAR season at the new ISM Raceway in Phoenix. Think it'll be loud? Nope. Louder. Think it'll be wild? Nope. Wilder. You think you've seen it all? We're just getting started. Join the NASCAR Nation in Phoenix for the Ticket Guardian 500 Race Weekend, March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Find tickets from $30 now at ismraceway.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network, presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse with you. And we've talked a lot about the modifieds at New Smyrna over the last two weeks with Matt Hirschman and Ryan Priest. Super, the uh, super late models, however, had more nights of racing than the modifieds with seven events. And when it was all said and done, it was Stephen Nassi claiming the title by one single point. He joins us now on the guest line. Stephen, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on. It has been documented before how close you have been to a New Smyrna championship during Speed Weeks over the last couple of years. How special is it for you and your team to finally have the title that's uh, kind of alluded to you, that has eluded you the last few seasons, and, and have you been able to kind of soak up, soak it in, and, and enjoy it over the course of the last week? Yeah, you know, it's been great. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of family and friends congratulate me. They they working at it for a long time now uh, as you said i've came very close in the past so it was just a good accomplishment to uh, knock off my bucket list now you started the week off with a win and uh that i feel like for a lot of drivers would be a confidence booster to go into seven nights of racing um starting off in victory lane but it was kind of an up and down week you guys were consistently good but it came down to the final race where you and youngster sam mayer were battling it out and it was one point that separated you guys but going into that last race, what was the thought process on what you needed to do to not only capture the championship, but maybe go for a second win? Uh, you know, I just tried to do the same thing that I did in the Southern Super Series championship with Sam. I just really tried to not think about it, uh, let the race play out, you know, as it was going to. Uh, you know, it was all 
kind of in God's hands, you know, and obviously if we make mistakes, those will happen too. But the whole race is already, you know, kind of played out, and I just tried to fall into it. Uh, you know, it, it, it was a nail-biter, and there at the end, you know, I did have my spotter give me a little bit of info. You know, uh, I prefer honestly not to hear it. Uh, I'd rather just, you know, figure it out at the end uh, and then rather, you know, worry about trying to win that race right in the moment than, than worry about, you know, all that, because that can just put more pressure on you that you don't need. So, uh, you know, I tried to go in with an open mindset, and it, it played off, you know, very well. Give us a little bit of insight into the team in which you drove for uh, Jet Concrete Motorsports and how that relationship came together before New Smyrna. Uh, well, you know, I've been the Jet family for a few years now. Uh, I realized since I started racing late models out in New Smyrna, I've been good friends with their son, Cody Jet. Uh, so I, I kind of had that relationship on a friend level. I've driven the pro late model previously once or twice, and those races that went well, uh, I'd always stayed friends with them. We'd always talked at the races, you know, ever since they had Jeff driving their car. They'd have been around a lot more. Um, I kind of came into a stalemate in my own program and just wasn't really happy where I was at, so it was time for a change, you know. And uh, like I said, I was buddies with uh, with Pat Jett's son, Cody, and uh, me and him were kind of just BSing about it, you know, really just talking, wasn't even really – really a major thought yet then he kind of just told me you know bring your stuff over here and uh you know it was just it, it was just an idea at first but then i kind of took it and i was like man you know you guys have been running really well lately i really like the atmosphere the team the group uh it, it just seemed that to be a good fit now 10 nights of racing obviously good to go into it with a new team and you guys showed that 2018 will be a year that we're going to probably see success coming out of your guys's pit but like Kyle mentioned earlier, the super late models really ran the show down at New Smyrna with seven nights of racing more than any other series. What's it like from a driver's standpoint, and what is it like to race seven nights um, almost in a row? Uh, you know, it's really awesome. It's just it's it's the best it's the best time of the year for me. Uh, you know, I believe I've ran the last uh, six speed weeks or something. I've ran you know quite a few of them now, and it's every single year I look look forward to just just this time of year you know the the february late january getting to february uh you know the the weather isn't normally like i like it you know i like the speed weeks when they're really cold it's almost like you're not even in florida but uh you know it, it feels good steven nassi joining us here on nascar coast to coast the super late model champion at new smyrna speed weeks down in florida a couple of uh, weeks ago in fact, uh, just a little over a week ago, 10 nights of racing, uh, seven for the super late models, as Hannah mentioned. Uh, you enjoy it as a driver, but how taxing is it for, for your crew to prepare the car day in and, and day out? Even without damage, there has to be a lot to, to, to prep these race cars for seven nights of racing and like eight or nine nights of competition. Man, you know, you wouldn't really believe. And what made it even more difficult going into this speed weeks was that uh, you know, it's it's tough with only one team, but, you know, the Jet guys, you know, they're a jack of all trades, and, you know, they're in the sportsman class, the pro late models, the supers. Uh, you know, they're almost in every single class that's out there um, with Cody, their son racing, and then you got Jeff racing as well. Uh, and then you added me into that mixture. That's just a, a lot of work for those guys. So, uh, you know, I was really proud of them, and obviously they were tired. Uh, you know, I had given them a little bit more easier of a run in the week, which I was happy to do. You know, we didn't really come home with, with even maybe a couple of scratches in the car. I don't think I, I don't think I even seen a scratch in the car until Stephen Wallace showed up. So, uh, you know, it was really a good week uh, all until then. But, uh, 
you know, those guys really worked hard all, all week. And, man, I tell you, they, there's just so much racing going on. And, and then with Jeff, you know, getting involved in little accidents, that just makes for late nights and really early mornings sometimes. Um, so it, it was a long week. But uh, luckily that I didn't get into too much, so that would have made it really tough on the guys. And fortunately, it did pay off. Obviously, you were not the only one that saw success with Jeff um, capturing a win in the pro late model as well. So victories for that Jet team. Now you're coming off of your 2017 season being the Southern Super Series champion. And now going into 2018 with the World Series championship, where are we going to see you racing this year? Uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of the same thing that you seen last season. I just plan on running the Southern Super Series championship. Uh, just about the same way I did last season. Last season, I just played it to where I would run until I fell out. Uh, luckily, I didn't end up falling out. So uh, we're going to do that again. We're going to keep on, you know, going, starting with the Rattler. And then, uh, you know, I have I've had that deal with uh, Rick Turner Racing still with, to run their pro car. Um, so I believe we have about seven or eight races lined up for them, and that will be starting at the Rattler as well. Um, so, you know, you're going to see me up, up north, you know, with them in Indiana and, you know, maybe even travel with their cars outside of there. And then with my own cars, you're going to see my own, you know, normal schedule, um, maybe a couple new ones. We've been trying to squeeze them in there. But, you know, we just do so much racing as it is, and we really like the racing that we do. So it's hard to, you know, miss out on one that we like to go to a new one, you know, and it could go bad, could go good. So, you know, we're, we're debating on our schedule some, but, you know, a lot of the same stuff that we ran last season. A busy season ahead, no doubt, and it has started off with a lot of success down at New Smyrna Speedway. Stephen Assey, uh, thank you for joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and congratulations again on picking up that championship in the super late model at New Smyrna last week by uh, the closest of margins, one single point over San Mayer. It was fun to watch. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. It was a lot of fun on the show, and uh, you know, I enjoyed talking with you. Hopefully get a lot more wins this season and uh, can be on here a lot more. Look forward to it. Best of luck to you. Steven Nassie here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, we'll wrap up this edition of the show with a preview of what we might see in the NASCAR k Pro Series West as they open up in just a couple of weeks. That after the break. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Hard, dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcast elevates your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. One final lap of the Daytona 500. Joey Logano has the point. Junior crosses over. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse taking you to the checkered flag by previewing the NASCAR k Pro Series West. They are the next NASCAR tour to open up their season coming up on Thursday night, March 15th, 
at Kern County Raceway in Bakersfield, California. Hannah, you used to race in that series, and you still have your finger on the pulse on what's happening out on the West Coast. What have you heard thus far about some of the driver and team lineups that we might see show up at Kern County here in a couple weeks? The West Series is really shaking it up this year. They're adding that dirt race out at Las Vegas for the bull ring. Um, that's one of the biggest things. But as far as teams and drivers, uh, you're seeing a lot of developmental drivers obviously use the West Series as where they start. You've got Haley Deegan, who made her debut in the k Pro Series East with Bill McAnally racing out at New Smyrna. Unfortunate luck for her with battery issues all night. But she will be running full-time in the NASCAR k Series West, hoping for some better luck. BMR, Bill McAnally Racing, has got a strong lineup this year, including Cole Rouse, who has ran full-time in the series beforehand, and he is making his return to the k Pro Series West, as well as Wisconsin's Derek Krause. This is his second season, but uh, you're going to see some more familiar faces coming back to the series, including Derek Thorne, a past champion in the series, is reuniting, almost like a little reunion, with uh, Sunrise Ford and Bob Brancotti. So it'll be great to see Derek Thorne back behind the wheel of a K&N car because that man has proven that he has got what it takes. Uh, Derek, uh, a great champion for the series about five or six years ago, went off and ran in some other series out in the Midwest and will be great to have him back on the tour full-time. Also hearing that uh, a, a NASCAR Monster Energy Cup Series driver may make a start at Kern here in a couple of weeks for Jefferson Pitts Racing. Uh, I know it's a rumor now, but hopefully it gets confirmed. Yes, there is a rumor that Kevin Harvick will actually be back behind the wheel of a Jefferson Pitts Racing car. He made a start for them last year at Sonoma um, Road Course Racing, but he's decided to come back to the team and will pilot a Jefferson Pitts car at Kern County Raceway alongside um, I guess you could say NASCAR Canaan West alum Will Rogers. He'll be returning to his roots with Jefferson Pitts as well. So that'll be a good little duo. Uh, Will's proven himself in the Canaan Pro Series West and East, winning in both the series. And Kevin Harvick, obviously, back behind the wheel in his hometown of Bakersfield. So those will be two to watch when it comes to the season opener in a couple weeks. And again, that season opener, Thursday night, March 15th at Kern County Raceway in Bakersfield, California. The NASCAR Wheel and Modify Tour opens that same week at Myrtle Beach Speedway on Saturday, March 17th. And all the favorites are set to make a return, including series defending champion Doug Coby. More on the Modify Tour in the coming weeks. Hannah, much of NASCAR Nation heads to Vegas this week with a triple header, including a truck race here on the Motor Racing Network Friday night. Are, are you able to join us in Vegas this weekend, or do you have anything uh, motorsports-wise going on here in the next few days? Well, I mean, if your suitcase is big enough, I could probably <laughs> fit in it because uh, definitely looking for that warmer weather. But it's been beautiful here in North Carolina. Um, no racing plan for me yet. I've been uh, scoping out the schedule You've got Greenville Pickens, which is only about two hours from me. They're kicking off their local season. Might go watch some late model stocks down there. And also the Cars Tour um, is kicking off a test day and a media day at Tri-County Speedway. So I was thinking about scoping that out, too. So you just can't seem to keep me away from short tracks. So wouldn't be surprised if I end up at one at some point. But unfortunately, you are not blessed with my presence in Las Vegas this weekend. We'll soak up some of that warm weather for you, though. But enjoy the short track action. Hopefully you get to one of the tracks here this weekend. I want to thank Ryan Priest and Stephen Nassie for joining us here on the show today. Uh, for Hannah Newhouse and producer Craig Moore, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network and MRN.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. 
It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more.